What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So the Rays are 8-0. We're going to start right there. The Rays are still undefeated to begin the season. They have won all eight games by four-plus runs. This is the best such streak since the 1939 Yankees. They are off to the hottest start baseball has seen in decades. And yes, they've been playing bad teams. You can make that argument. Yes, you know, they've been playing the Oakland Athletics lately. But they're beating up on bad teams. That's what you're supposed to do. They're not just winning, but they're beating up on them. And still, winning eight straight games is a great streak. You know, let me also pour a grain of salt or sprinkle a grain of salt on, on all of this, right? Teams will have streaks like this throughout the season. The fact that the Rays are doing it to begin the year is what's making it that much more special. But you will see more teams go on eight-game win streaks this year. It happens every year. Whether it happens in July or August, you know, those those still get recognized. It's just that, you know, when you do it to start the season, you kind of wonder, like, when are they going to get their first loss? That's what makes it all the more special. But Tampa Bay is doing their thing. Like I said, the thing that's special about this is that they've won all of these by four-plus runs. So this is an active streak. They've outscored their opponents 64 to 18. So they have a run differential of plus 46. And that's, that's pretty large. If you want to put that in context, that's the largest ever in the modern era through the first eight games of the season. The modern era means 1900 till now. So basically almost all of baseball history. So to have that kind of run differential through the first eight games, no team has ever done that before. The Rays are the first to do so. It was an 11-0 win over Oakland on Saturday. Manuel Margot, solo homer. Brandon Lau, three-run shot, his first of the season. Both these guys went deep in the sixth to put the game even further out of reach. Like I said, it was an 11-0 shutout. Easy, easy win for Tampa Bay. Jeffrey Springs pitched. He wasn't quite as dominant as he was in his season debut last Sunday, where he struck out 12 Tigers over six hitless, but he was just as stingy. He had two walks in the second inning, but, you know, like I said, this was a... This was a shutout by the Rays, and they were able to they were able to settle down. Jeffrey Springs cruised from there after those walks, and he ran his season-opening scoreless streak to 13 innings. 13 innings right there. So, good stuff down there in St. Petersburg. We have a milestone to announce. Nolan Arenado has joined the 300 home run club. So, he busted out of his power slump, became the eighth player to reach 300 homers and 10 gold gloves. And he hit his 250th back in June 2021. And when he did that, he was unable to get, you know, keep the baseball because a fan was asking for $10,000 and he just said, nah, you can keep, you can keep it. And actually back then, Paul Goldschmidt discouraged him from paying for the baseball because he felt that Arenado would soon get to 300. And here we go. You know, he got to 300. It's more significant. And no one was actually stuck on 299 over the final six games of last season and the first seven games of this season. But he finally connect, connected for number 300 after drilling an Eric Lauer pitch into the left field stands for a 6-0 win. So fortunately for Arenado, the fan who caught the ball gave it to the Cardinals and didn't want anything in return. However, you know, a lot, a lot of autograph merchandise will soon be delivered to that fan as Nolan Arenado promised after the game. So, you know, that's pretty cool. I mean, Arenado said, 
he's a lot cooler than the guy who caught 250. I don't like that guy at all, but this guy was great. I mean, I, my two cents, I, I, I'm not going to blame a fan for, for trying to capitalize on such a rare opportunity. How many fans get to catch a home run ball ever, let alone a milestone home run ball? Of course, you're going to try to capitalize on that if you can. I mean, these guys, these players are multimillionaires. I mean, talk about Arenado specifically. I don't know how many hundreds of millions his contract is for. So if a fan is trying to get 10 grand, you can definitely understand because that fan is not in your position. And the fan is most likely just someone earning an average income and it would, it would be life changing to get even, even $10,000. You know, it doesn't sound like, you know, a massive amount to some of these players, but to the average fan, that, 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 that's a big deal. That is a big deal. It's not a small amount of money. So it's understandable. Understandable. So Arenado turns 32 next week and he made his major league debut nearly 10 years ago. And now he has become the eighth active player to reach 300 homers. So that group also includes Goldie, his teammate. And like I said, the eighth player in history to have at least 300 bombs and 10 gold glove awards. That's a, you know, that's a great combination right there. All those other guys are Hall of Famers. Griffey Jr., Mike Schmidt, you know, Johnny Bench, Pudge Rodriguez, you know, Andrew Jones, who should be in Cooperstown. But it's not like, Arenado was slumping, right? He came into Saturday 10 for 30 on the season. He just hadn't had an extra base hit since opening day. And his average exit velo had dipped down to 86 miles an hour before Saturday. So he was trying to look for ways to, you know, get his power stroke back. But he hit that home run, finally got off the, you know, not the watch list, but you, you get what I'm trying to say. Um, not the hot seat, whatever. Just off the, the edge of that milestone. So shout out to Nolan Arenado. The Phillies had a walk-off win. It's their first walk-off win of 2023. They had a three-run ninth inning. They were down 2-0 in the bottom of the ninth. They scored three runs to win it thanks to a Bryson Stott walk-off single. So Bryson Stott has been hot to start the year. He has, yeah, he's been hitting down there in the lineup, but his bat has looked really good. We talked a lot about this Phillies lineup needing to somehow bridge the gap until Bryce Harper returns. You know, they lost Hoskins for the year. If Bryce and Stott continue not hitting like this, I mean, obviously he's hitting 419 to start the year, but continues to hit well, that's going to be huge for them because they have a top-heavy lineup. Turner, Schwarber, Riamuto, Castellanos, boom. You know, that's one through five of the lineup, and it really falls off heavily after that. So if you have Bryce and Stott that you can add to that mix, who can, you know, who probably slide up in the lineup to the six hole, hitting after Alec Bohm there, that's going to lengthen the lineup a little bit more, and that's going to help them a lot. But a big comeback win by the Phillies over the Reds. I mean, Nick Lodolo was on the mound for Cincinnati, and he had the Phillies quiet all afternoon. Seven innings, seven shutout innings with 12 strikeouts for Nick Lodolo. And then Alexis Diaz was the one who was tagged with the loss here. Anthony Volpe sparked the Yankees win with his first MLB triple. So Yankees are playing the Baltimore Orioles in Baltimore. Volpe hits one high off the right field scoreboard. And, you know, by the time it bounces down to the ground and gets into the infield, he's sliding into third base. So that is a lot of good hustle from the rookie. As he gets his first MLB triple, John Carlos Stanton hit a solo shot deep into the night. I mean, missile. I think they said it was 116 off the bat, 116 miles an hour off the bat 
for Giancarlo Stanton there in Baltimore. So the Yankees end up getting this victory over the Orioles by a score of 4-1. Jumping out to Anaheim, where the Blue Jays were visiting the Angels, Mike Trout went deep again. And a day after he crushed a two-run homer in the first inning of an eventual loss, he obliterated a go-ahead three-run blast in the fifth inning of Saturday's 9-5 win over the Blue Jays at Angel Stadium. Yeah, the the Angels have a new home run celebration where it's a samurai warrior helmet, otherwise known as a kabuto. So I think it's something from Japan, but he got to he got to wear that after hitting that homer. It's the new Angels home run celebration, but a little bit of a power surge from Mike Trout here. We know that this guy is uh yeah, he he he's he's a power threat. Obviously, he's a home run threat. Even when he misses game, I think last year he missed a chunk of time, but still hit 40 plus bombs on the year. Um, a strong start for Mike Trout. One for three with a walk on Saturday. So now he's hitting 346 with a 528 on base percentage and a 769 slug, three homers, two doubles and eight rubies through his first eight games. Keep Mike Trout healthy. It's good for the game. We all love to see it, but the Angels get a victory over the Blue Jays 9-5. I don't think the Blue Jays have had their home opener yet. You know, they haven't, they've been, they haven't been up back up to Canada. They've been down in the United States. Probably will be heading back to Canada after this series, I'd imagine. You know, every team needs to have their own home opener soon, but it's a win for the LA Angels. So those are our updates for now. That's going to do it. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.